Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Here we go. One more day where we start the show with just myself. It's Grant's. Jimmy is on his way on the bus, which of course means we get a bus stop sports. And today I do have his predictions from the weekend because the way he writes his sports is he goes ahead, looks at who's playing, makes predictions, and then the morning of he goes and corrects all of those predictions. So after he does his sports, before we get into our topic of the day, we're going to go over that. Lachlan is away one more day, then he'll be back and he'll never take vacation again. So one more day, just Jimmy and myself here. Live from the bus stop, it's Bus Stop Sports with James P. White. So I have to go all the way back to Friday. The Elks end the season, winless at home, losing to the Lions. And then baseball this weekend, a lot of great things happened. The Astros beat the Yankees, winning the series 4 to nothing. Phillies also won the series against the uh Padres four to one, and we've got in the NFL the later game yesterday. The Dolphins beat the Steelers, and Saturday the Oilers lost to the Blues, and they play the Penguins tonight uh, here at Rogers Place. And that's my sports. Well, see you soon. See you soon. You're in the locker room on ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. Okay, so. Jimmy Peter there has been covering uh, sports while Locke has been away moving. By the way, Locker Room Topic of the Day coming up, and we're going to be talking about Locke's big move over the weekend. Um, what you've been doing, the way you write your sports, is ahead of time you go through the list of all the matches and you make your predictions, hoping that you will get them all correct and save yourself time in yeah, the so morning. Yeah, you don't have to rewrite it. Rewriting it, and you just basically, well, you end up doing a bunch of rewrites anyway, so yeah. I want to go through your predictions in case anyone wants to gamble with your picks here. We need some uh, music, though. What do we got here? Friends... I wanted the Benny Hill theme song, but that's not really working. How about this? All right. So, James Peter White on Friday um, selected the Raptors to beat the Nets. That was wrong. Elks to beat the Lions. He was hopeful. That was wrong. Padres to beat the Phillies. That was wrong. So, 0 for 3 on Friday. Saturday, Oilers beat the Blues. That was wrong. Um, so, you predicted that. You predicted the Senators to beat the Coyotes. That one was your first correct. You predicted the Stars to beat the Habs. That was another correct. And then you said the Jets were going to beat the Leafs. That was also wrong. Hurricanes beat the Flames is what you said. That was wrong. Uh, Canucks beat the Sabres. That was wrong. Astros beat the Yankees. That was correct. You said the Padres were going to beat the Phillies. That was wrong. So you went three for eight on Saturday. And then Sunday, you said the Padres were again going to beat the Phillies. And that was wrong. Although that was wrong because of Bryce Harper's amazing home run. And then the Astros, you said, we're going to beat the Yankees to win the series. So you got that one correct. So there was, what, 3, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 matches. And you, I got three of uh, four right. So I don't know gambling odds that well, but I think um, you would have lost money. Yeah, I think so, too. The locker room topic of the day. So Lachlan is away again this morning. He's been away 
um, because he was moving into a new house, moved into Edmonton um, from St. Albert so that he can run for mayor uh, in the next general election. And he took the time off. He needed uh, like a bunch of time off to move because he has a lot of aerobics gear to move. It's kind of heavy. Take some time to put away to find the right spot in the new house. And Jimmy and I thought with the topic of the day, we could come up with the perfect housewarming gift for him. It's kind of hard to to know what to get him, right? He's, I mean, it's not like they're newlyweds moving into a house, so they have everything they need. So what would be unique? And I, I know people are going to say a case of beer, but it's kind of boring, isn't it? We want to get more creative than that. I already know what I'm getting him, though. I think my mind is set up. Uh, I got married in the summer, and Lachlan hauled a, a toaster all the way to Saskatchewan and gifted me a, a toaster which is still in Saskatchewan because, well, we didn't have any room to bring it back. <laughs> I'm not going to fit this toaster in my car. I got all this wedding stuff. So the toaster's still there. So I am going to bring that toaster back from Saskatoon where it's at my family's place there, my sister's place. And that's definitely going to be his housewarming gift. First time I go over there when I get that toaster, I'm, I'm setting it on his counter and, and it's his. Do you have any ideas? I just thought of one. I'm going to get him an ear candling kit. Oh, does he need a new one? Hey, he needs it all the time, so he might as well. I like the idea of gifting him your old microwave, too, because he he moved into his new house, and there was a microwave. He didn't like how it fit in the kitchen. His OCD was going wild because it didn't fit perfect, so he bought a new microwave, sold that one to you. Your old one is in the studio. You need to gift that one to him so yeah, that it's his problem. Yeah, I was going to just throw it in the dumpster here at work, and he's like, oh, no, we need to bring it upstairs. So, yeah, now right now it's currently, if somebody complains that there's this Soviet-style microwave in our studio, it's, it's your problem. But if I give if it you, to him. If you gift it to him, it's his issue. So I like that. I like the ear candling as well. So we're off to a good start. The room topic of the day. We're talking, what should we get Lachlan for a housewarming gift? He has moved into the city, made the move from St. Albert, 780-989-0957 is a text line, and one of the most popular ones so far is a bike, because he is close to all these bike lanes now, where he moved to in the city. Christy said he, he you know, someone should buy him a bike so he can enjoy all those awesome uh, bike lanes. Kane even said uh, we need to get him an official Edmonton bike lane sign um, that he can hang onto his wall, maybe even you know above the above the bat bed. Daddy O Trev saying the same thing. We got to make sure Lachlan has a bike with a small person seat for Jimmy and maybe a bus pass. <laughs> the thing is, is when he was talking about moving into this place, he wants to get one of those power scooters. Yeah, you know he's going to be a bike guy. At some point, him and the wife are going to end up purchasing a couple pedal bikes, and he's going to start wearing the short shorts, the spandex that reveal way too much about him. You know that's going to happen, right? So, Oh, yeah. He's turning into that guy. Maybe we can jumpstart it, get him a bike, or steal him one uh, for his housewarming gift. The locker room topic of the day. Lachlan not here again because he is moving, and uh, Jimmy and myself are talking with the topic of the day here. What should we get him as a housewarming gift? I think I already know what I'm getting him. I'm regifting him the toaster he got me for his wedding. Jimmy's getting him an ear uh, candling set. He needs a new I one. I like your idea of you know not spending any money and giving him my old microwave. Yeah, give him your old microwave. You bought his new one 
There was yeah. one he had in his house. So gift him the older one from the Den of Sadness. I like that. You can text 780-989-0957. I think the number one thing that has come in so far is Rush memorabilia. Kevin saying a Rush t-shirt slash uh, box set. We've got uh, um, Stephanie saying a Rush poster. You said you have a, a Justin Bieber one for him. Yeah, I have that on the back of uh, the shelf when we did that rave video in my uh, apartment a number of years ago. A little disturbing that you, the way you called it a used Justin Bieber poster. I don't want to think about it. Steven said him get him the complete Rush vinyl set. Uh, Brock saying a framed piece of, of Rush art. John saying a catalog of Rush albums. They just keep coming in. I think we should fill his new house with Rush uh, memorabilia and albums. Now that he got rid of his uh, CD wall, we have to start him with a new one. He needs to replace his collection with something new. I like it. You can text in 780-989-0957. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. With Lachlan away moving, he'll be back tomorrow, we think. Um, we thought we would do a topic today of what should we get him for a housewarming gift. I think it's still nice to give a gift when somebody moves into a new house to help them warm it, right? Uh, you can text in 780-989-0957. A couple of movie ones here. Scuba Steve saying we should get him a sign that says this. Get off my lawn. I like it. Very fitting. I feel like in his new neighborhood where there is more people walking and moving around and Riding trains and riding bikes, he probably will. But his neighbors are already avoiding him. He's, that was my first question when he moved in on the weekend. I said, have, have, do your neighbors know about you yet? And he was talking about they've already been avoiding him. So. Yeah, they see him walking, and then they run into the house. As you should. Uh, and then Tom. This might actually be Tom Green texting in. I'm not too sure. But Tom said we should get him a DVD of the worst movie ever made. <laughs> the Tom Green Freddy. I don't even know if I can say the name of the movie on the radio. I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's not. I'm just going to say that is one of the worst movies ever made, and I would love to get him a DVD copy of it. Three, two. The Locker Rooms, Midget at the Movies. I shall call him Minnie. Me it's like Minnie at the Movies, but shorter. What did you see this weekend, Jimmy? Smile. Just wait. I got a clip here. I'm seeing something that's smiling at me, but not a friendly smile. It's the worst smile I've ever seen in my life. And whenever I see it, I just get this god-awful feeling like something really terrible is going to happen. This one was a bit different because it's actually in theaters, and you went to the theater with uh, Elvira and Billy Baba Badin uh, on the weekend. If they were there, I didn't see them, but I did see a couple get dragged out of the theater that seemed uh, kind of drunk. That so was them. Sure. So you went to the theater to see Smile. How was it? Okay. Uh, it's kind of a mixed review on this one because I hated almost every second I was in the movie. Like, it, it was so, like, I hate movies full of anxiety. Like, I was, at one point, I jumped out of my chair and went, oh, crap. And half the theater laughed at me. Um, like, it was really startling. It had some really interesting twists, but had an awesome storyline. Like, it okay, made so you sense. actually kind of liked it. It made sense. And, like, they basically said there's one of two ways the movie's going to end. 
and they stuck to that instead of saying there's only two ways that you can resolve and then you find another way. But no, it's it was a well-made movie. I love the storyline and the the actress in that movie that who played the the main character. I can't I didn't write her name down, but she deserves some kind of award for that movie because of how well she did. So Sosie Bacon. Sosie, interesting name. But I gave this one a five, even though I hated my life all the way through it. Oh, it's Kevin Bacon's daughter. Legit. Interesting. Oh, wow. Five out of five? Yeah. Five buttery cobs of corn for the movie Smile. Might have to go to the theaters to see it now, hey? We're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan away again this morning. It's Jimmy and myself here. It's Grant. And I uh, got bad news. If you are not a fan of rodents, <laughs> Edmonton was on the list of rattiest cities in Canada. Although they put in brackets for mice. Because, of course, we don't have rats here in Alberta, right? Wink, wink. So it was a list done by Orkin, the pest control people. That's why they did it, to scare us into getting pest control. No, I'm joking. Toronto was number one rattiest place in Canada. Calgary, number six. Edmonton at number nine. Of course, like I said, Calgary and Edmonton both in brackets said just mice only. Um, we don't have the rats here. Do we still believe that? Do you believe there's no rats in Alberta? You're an Alberta boy through and through, right? Yeah. I'm from Saskatchewan, so when I moved here and they were like, there's no rats, I was like, okay, come on. How is there no I, rats in this entire province? But I, I'm i starting to believe it. I've, I've never seen one. Until this weekend, I saw a video that was going viral. Um, there's this Instagram account, Y-E-G Wave, and they just basically post news stories and videos from around Edmonton, and uh, they had a video of a rat. I'm sure it was a rat outside of a bottle depot in Edmonton. It was large, and I don't know. It could have been something else, but it looked like a rat to me. So hopefully the uh, Paw Patrol saw that video as well. Is that what we call them? Paw Patrol, Rat Patrol, whatever. <laughs> so much, too much Paw Patrol. Hopefully they got rid of it because I hate rodents, mice, rats. I hate that sound. This noise. Ugh, I can't deal with it. I was cleaning out our shed. I was trying to organize it before we get the snow, and a mouse ran in front of me. And that was like a week ago, and I haven't been able to go back in the shed. I know that makes me weak, but... I really do hate that sound. I know who I am. So we got a couple texts about the rat in uh, the rat thing in Ratty City. And Trevor said, I work problem wildlife control around Edmonton. There's been a couple of rat issues, but they were dealt with fast, so they are not able to spread. Um, he said, Calgary and Lethbridge have had quite a few rat cases but they take it seriously in the province. So thank you, Trevor, for your service. I do appreciate it. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. The city of Edmonton is preparing for winter, and after last year's, shall we say, mishaps with the snow clearing, they say they're looking to learn and to get better. It's important to improve on yourself, and they're saying with the snow clearing, a big obstacle they have is people have just given up on moving their vehicles. Yeah, they can go around it. It's fine. So they're looking at ways to maybe make the fines larger or whatever they can do to encourage people to park around the corner. 
I don't think going from a $100 fine to a $250 fine is going to make a big difference, though. I think they need to think bigger. So when it comes to snow, so when it snows and they come to blade your streets and they put up the signs saying uh, no parker, no parking. By the way, I like to say that they're blading the street because I picture Wesley Snipes using his sword on the snow. When they show up, if your car is still there for your first defense, okay, you get a $250 fine. But you also have to come out and shovel the snow that was left behind. They make you shovel the snow. And then they tow your car to Spruce Grove. And then if it happens again a second time, it snows and they come to clear your neighborhood and your car is parked there again. They light your car on fire and the fire will not only get your car out of the way, but will melt the snow underneath it. Two birds stoned at once. And there is no third strike, by the way. This will all be implemented when Lachlan Cross runs for mayor and then he puts me in his cabinet. Watch for this. We'll solve this issue. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Locke bought a new house, so he needs to sell some shirts. A huge selection of shunt wear and more. Text Jimmy now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Lachlan Wayne, Jimmy and myself here, though. More drama with James Corden. It never stops. So last week, there was news that he was banned from a, a restaurant in New York City for being rude to servers. They said he was screaming at them and demanding free drinks. And so the owner of the restaurant came out, put on his Instagram and said, James Corden is banned for life from this place. Then he apologized and the ban was lifted. But then later, he kind of he went back on the apology and uh, said he didn't do anything wrong. So he came out and he was like, I've never screamed at a server. I've never been rude to the servers. Maybe he's got one of those tones. You know those tones you don't find out about until you're married and then you find out that you have a tone to your voice? <laughs> so he went back and he, uh, he took back his apology. Now the owner of the restaurant is saying if he personally apologizes to the servers that he was mean to, he can eat free meals here for the rest of his life. Now, I was quick to jump on this because I don't like James Corden. I don't trust him. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. He puts on the fun, zany guy in the cameras. He puts on that front, but behind the scenes, I've always thought he's a bit of an Ellen DeGeneres, like could be mean to the people that are working for him, the guy that's mean to servers. So this story was kind of... A f- affirming i guess what i had always believed in him but now i'm starting to think this restaurant owner is maybe just looking for some publicity i think there's a lot of that in there and james corden was an easy target yeah because he knows people don't trust him there has been some rumors and and some stuff about james corden not being the nicest guy behind the scenes so but i I think the whole thing like uh what you were saying too about tone yeah and like like uh, we we have a f- mutual friend who talks and sounds angry all the time. I don't know who that is. And like, and he's not angry, mm-hmm. but he sounds like he's a little over loud. It comes across as maybe angry, even when he texts or emails. Yeah, yeah. But James Corden doesn't seem like that type, right? Because he's but like you, the fun. You've, but you've seen the television side of him. Yeah, you haven't seen. Like the television side of, the, or the Are we talking radio Lachlan side, or James Corden? The radio side of the the other person we were talking about. Okay, Lachlan. Um, 
he sounds angry and oh, never mind. Lachlan's the exact same on the radio as he is. He always sounds angry. When you're playing golf with him or, yeah. or whatever, and he's not angry. He is who he is, where James Corden is a little is two-faced, I think. But don't you kind of have to be to be on TV? You have to be kind of likable on TV because that's what your job is, is to get people to listen. But when you're off TV... He can let loose a little bit. Maybe. I would appreciate it more if James Corden was just mean all the time. If he was rude to his guests... I think that would make much better television, but I think this restaurant owner saw James Corden as an easy target. He decided to call him out, and he's doing this for publicity. And James Corden is playing into it. Just a theory. Just a thought. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Morning, Cruise. Morning, Cruise. Morning, fellas. How you doing, Ron? Hey. Too bad. Hey, you Show sound on a little less, uh, what's the word, aggravated? Ragey. <laughs> just wait, <laughs> it'll be back to normal tomorrow. Yeah, no, tomorrow we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, I was just chiming in about that James Corden thing. You know, uh, that's what I've always been saying. You know, now we're rewarding people for bad behavior. Because he's... You know, originally the guy, he, he screams at a waitress, you ban him, he apologizes, now you want to give him free food for life. Like, rewarding bad behavior. It's all the publicity. I know, right? It makes me sick. Same thing as I like, give it kids free passes for failing. It's, you know, it's rewarding bad behavior. It doesn't do anybody any good. Hey, Jimmy wouldn't be here today if it weren't for that. <laughs> oh. Thanks, Ron. Yeah, take care. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Hey, so giving away Brian Adams tickets all week at this time. Lachlan is going to play a song on the harmonica. You're going to have to phone in and guess the pr- correct song. Here's that song. Do you know what song that was from Brian Adams? Was that Cuts Like a Knife? It was. I thought we were going to have a hard time getting a winner because it sounds like the Roseanne theme song. (laughs) Neither of us could get it. Who are we talking to? This is Craig. Craig, you've got some Brian Adams tickets. Give us a woo. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. When you put that uniform on, that Titan uniform, you better come to work. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. You drop a pass, you run a mile. You miss a blocking assignment, you run a mile. You fumble the football, and I will break my foot off in your John Brown hind parts. <laughs> and then you will run a mile. Perfection. Let's go to work. Denzel Washington is doing another equalizer. That was obviously from Remember, Remember the Titans. It's yeah. just one of my favorite scenes with, with Denzel. I think that might be my favorite Denzel movie. Remember the Titans? Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Equalizers, though. So, yeah, Equalizer 3, they are reporting that they just started filming it. Um, it's Dakota Fanning's going to be in it. She was on Man on Fire uh, with him. Yeah, she was the young girl in that one. And then it's the same director that has done the first two Equalizer movies, Training Day, which is also another candidate as one of my favorite Denzel movies. That one's so good. And uh, The Magnificent Seven. Is Queen Latifah going to be in this? Because she does the Equalizer TV show, right? 
That would be interesting if she was. <laughs> if they could take the TV show that's on right now, which I've never seen with Queen Latifah, and then put her in the Equalizer 3, might be interesting. Is there anyone better than Denzel, though? I think he might be my favorite actor of all time. Like, when you look at his movies, yeah, they're all movies I, I run to the theater to see. The Equalizer's Training Day, um, Flight was a great movie. I loved that Fences movie. A lot of people didn't like it. I was a big fan. Safe uh, House. There was that one. I Two can't, Guns. There was that Martin one Wahlberg. I can't think of uh, what it was. It was one of his older movies. Russell Crowe. Um, oh. Uh, it was in the future kind of thing. Was that Deja Vu? No. He had the Book of Eli. I didn't really like that one that much. Unstoppable with the train. American Gangster. Um... What's the one with, I gotta find out now, Denzel Washington with Russell Crowe. It wasn't in Gladiators, was he? No, uh, Future. American Gangster he was in. Russell Crowe was in that one. Someone texting it in. That's the only one I can I can think of. Well, the of. Hurricane was good, that one. I don't know if I watched that one. But yeah, I, for me, Denzel, like every movie he releases, I'm gonna watch. I think I've probably seen... 90%. Man on Fire, I mean, with Dakota Fanning. That was a great movie. And also, he's he's getting older, right? He's 67, but he can still do action movies. Like, it's still believable to me. Yeah. Him and Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's movies aren't great anymore. They're but pretty they all, much... They're all basically Taken, but in a different way. Just like it's, different forms of Taken, going straight to DVD... But I'm still going to watch them. They should do a movie together. That's what needs to happen. In winter. What was the Denzel movie you were trying to think of? Virtuosity. With Russell Crowe. That was yeah. from 95. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. There's so many we didn't even mention. Hey, Manchurian Candidate. John Q you were just talking about. Uh, Courage Under Fire. The Taking of uh, Palm 1, 2, 3. Yeah. With uh, John Travolta. Yeah. It's hard to beat Denzel Washington. He's got 10 years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now, Jimmy Space. Why is space burping, Jimmy? Space isn't burping. It's a black hole they're saying is burping. What it's doing is it's expelling debris, like it's shooting stuff out of it uh, because it, like, uh, it devoured a star. We need to start shooting back. I don't know if it's really at war with us yet. Like what they're saying is it's be, uh, it's ejecting the this material uh, out of the the black hole about half the speed of light, so about 150. Uh, I don't know. So a, a star exploded, created a black hole. No, and this, now it's shooting this, at us. No, in this case here, the black hole actually tore apart a star. Oh, so there the was a star, black hole. So the star got too close to the sun, and it killed it, basically, back in uh, uh, 2018, in October. So they're saying that it took this, uh, what is it, four years for it to actually expel this material. But it, expelling the material doesn't make much sense to me, and I'll tell you why. Because the gravitational force of a black hole doesn't even let sound out. So how is it ejecting stuff if it won't even let... Because it doesn't make any sound because 
the gravity uh, gravitational force is too strong. So what you're saying is that the scientists are wrong here. That you need no, to I'm write not, a letter. I'm not, I'm not saying they're wrong. And that it's aliens. No. I'm not to saying me, they're it wrong. It doesn't like, make sense. Exactly. You're saying this isn't right. They're trying to feed us a lie. And they're trying to cover up some sort of alien conspiracy. Is what I'm hearing from you. No, that is nothing like what I said. It's nice it's, to see that you're coming but, around on this alien no, but, thing. But the thing, the thing with it is... What it's doing may be changing the way we look at black holes. So maybe it can only consume so much so fast, and then it has to release. Oh, sure. You scientists can change your theories all you want to whatever's convenient for your narrative. Like, like it's One thing that never changes is the alien conspiracy. Like, the black hole is basically doing like Lachlan does. He eats so fast for breakfast that he's burping all morning. And that's kind of what it is, is it consumed the star too fast, and it wasn't able to contain it. You're changing it now. Yeah, I am. I think you're coming around on aliens. This not is a big even step close. for Jimmy. Not even close. I'm excited this- to see where you are in a year from now. You'll be full on CE5 UFO hunting with Lachlan in the wilderness. No. Exciting times. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast. Making radio great again. Really, guys? Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.